Welcome to the family with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. L.A. Nick. Officer Dave. And Andy Rampernard. Look at that. We got L.A. Nick. We got Officer Dave. We got two Joshes. We got all kinds of stuff going on. And Andy and I just, you know, shoulder to the wheel. Work, work, work. I like that. <laughs> shoulder to the wheel. What does right. that What does that mean? I really I never heard that no term. Never heard of shoulder to the wheel? I haven't. When they, they used to have the mills that would grind up. You know, oh, so your shoulder was to the grind wheel. To, to the grind wheel, yeah. Indeed. You know, people who worked hard in their life like me know <laughs> things like that. You know, a lot of physical effort, <laughs> sitting down, talking every day. Mm-hmm. Very tough, very difficult. No question. Yeah, we do have a special guest coming on in a couple of seconds here. Looking forward to a, John, a Josh Plass. We have two Joshes on at the, at the same time, which is going to be interesting. There aren't so, too many... Places where I've seen two Joshes. Two Joshes. That's probably true. That's probably very, very true. I would be willing to bet that this Josh is a lot younger than I am. I'll have to take a gander. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not positive. But he'll be on in about two minutes, so that'll be good. So, L.A., you haven't been on in a while. What have you been up to? Oh, God, just running ragged. Doing a lot of motorcycle events. So, I was at... Uh, Moon Motorsports just had a show last week, oh, and sure, before yeah. that was at AMA Hill Climbs all over the country, which if you've never been to a motorcycle hill climb, go, because it's, they're, they're it's pretty a blast, intense. man. Especially if you get lucky and they take you to, to the top of the hill and you can see them come up the hill. I mean, there's, oh, yeah. there's going straight up cliffs with these you know, yep. 800 horsepower, 300 horsepower extended chains on the back tire and those guys have big balls, man. <laughs> and they're burning nitro, full nitro burning. Really? Which is really dangerous. It's like riding a bomb. It is. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, and I would not do that. It's pretty cool going to because a lot of young kids are into it. It's the, it's the most – I go to every motorcycle sport, and I think there's more young kids in that motorcycle sport than any other genre. Wow. Like young kids. Because it, they like the excitement of the, I think the it's challenge. Where they, I think it's where they grow up. Uh, maybe. Yeah, Pennsylvania, maybe. Ohio seems to be ground zero for hill climbing. You know, so but yeah, it was a great time. And then now I leave for Imola swap meet in Imola, Italy, which is the biggest motorcycle swap meet in the world. I leave for the the fourth. You have like September. sixty motorcycles already. Yeah, but I just I go because I kind of uh, for video content, and I get paid to go to a lot of events uh-huh. just to show up there. And uh, then I go to Benelli Week in Pedro, Italy, for the week. And then I'll be in, in Budapest at uh, Budapest Motorcycle Museum. So if you're in any of those places, just put hashtag that motorcycle guy in Facebook search or Google, and you'll find me. You'll be there? The hashtag that, that motorcycle guy. That motorcycle guy. Yeah. Well, hashtag do me that favor, motorcycle guy. Because we've been friends a long time now, so do me a favor. <laughs> Um, if you're going to fly over Russia, don't criticize Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Hannah. Yeah. That thing got well, blown up. But we knew that was coming. Oh, yes, we did. Me. Yeah, let's not criticize Putin and then fly in an airplane over Russia. He wasn't going to let that guy get away. Uh, no, with he was not. You march on Moscow. You're done. <laughs> I mean, the dude marched on Moscow. Yep. That did not look... It wasn't I mean, like... He, was like it wasn't like he marched on Belarus or anything. He marched on Moscow. No, you're right. So, you're absolutely right. I don't understand what he was thinking that going up in a private jet. It was because it was pretty much a private jet. It was his it? jet. It was his jet. I thought so. Yeah, yeah it was like a twelve seater. I think he takes out like truckloads of gold and diamonds from Africa on a yeah, monthly right, basis. Right. 
Exactly. Very, very wealthy man at one time before he was dead. Extremely. <laughs> what? Why would you stay anywhere near Russia after you tried to pull off a coup? Yeah, against for real. If I was him, I would have been moving to like um, Antarctica. Yeah, stay in Africa. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone is a creature of habit. I suppose you did. You like where you're from, and therefore you just well, yeah, I'd like home is home. 16 million square foot mansion there. So. Well, that's true too. But probably had a lot of stuff there. I would imagine. I would imagine that's probably true. But it, I don't know. They haven't proved that he was on that plane yet. He is the master of disguise, the chef. He's been. He's, so they haven't proven it's him because they said yeah, last night no, on the news they did, but they no, haven't. No, his huh? name was on the roster. But they haven't got a DNA sample of anything. How are they going to get a DNA sample? That thing blew. <laughs> but that guy bits. is the master of disguise and escape. He's the master. I think he might have had a parachute on him. He might not even have been on that plane. That's true. He you owns like seven planes. Do they now, know the, yet? The, the question that I, that I have is, why would, it, why would he and his top lieutenants all be on the same plane right. at once? That, yeah, that you makes no that. sense. Yeah. Right, you got to question it. And he's You're no right. dummy. This guy's no dummy. Maybe it wasn't him. They don't know. They don't know. Are there big enough body parts to even check? <laughs> that thing was burning, baby. I'll tell you that. But the Wagner Group is a very powerful organization. Mm -hmm. They're yes. all over the world. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. We have Josh Plassey on the phone. Josh Plassey with us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, charitable endeavor, Project 25. The 25-day campaign will consist of a ruck run 
in which Josh will run, uh, will ruck, excuse me, 25 miles each day for 25 consecutive days in support of and to raise awareness and funding in the fight against military suicide. Josh, first of all, we'll open up with thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. And uh, thanks for having me on. What is the problem? I mean, all proceeds raised will go to stop soldier suicide. Since I was a, was there a big suicide rate after World War II? Because there certainly was after Vietnam. I don't know about World War II. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, honestly, if you look at it from a uh, statistical standpoint, it's actually just steadily increased. Uh, with last mm-hmm. year being the culmination, we had more we had more suicides last year than in any other year in American history in terms of recordation. Wow. And so, and this was all about the fact, did a lot of it start, Josh, because, uh, look, I'm, I'm of the age, uh, I literally turned 18 the year the war ended, so I, I would have been drafted in the United States Marine Corps. The Vietnam War? The Vietnam War, yeah. Uh, I, w- I was going to be drafted in the United States Marine Corps, and I went down and had the physical and everything, and in the mean next couple of days, they said, we're, you, you're good, you don't have to come in, we're, we're done with it. Lucky you. Wow. So that was quite something else. But I do remember, Josh, is part of the problem the fact that it was so obvious to many people that we shouldn't have been there in the first place. And then, oh, you fight in wars, and they they would throw, I mean, soldiers, Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force, whatever it was, would get paint thrown at them. I mean, Josh, maybe, maybe I should hand it off to you because a lot of these guys have been through a lot, but has it now carried on for all these years later? I mean, we're talking 50 years later, almost 60 years later. Well, not but, but 55 years later. What is the problem, number one cause of suicide? Do you even know? Wow, well, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think, obviously, it, it varies um, when talking about veterans versus just the general populace. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think in terms of your... your your paint comment, yeah, I mean, that, that's unfortunately a stigma that still does exist today, in my personal opinion, in the sense that uh, not necessarily so much of a, of a literal, rabid hatred towards veterans, as you might have seen uh, mm-hmm. during the Vietnam War, when, when so many people, I mean, we were literally having cultural songs about the war um, going viral at the time, whereas now I think the bigger issue is that a lot of these guys get back from just unbelievably intense tours, and not only are they going through and struggling with severe, you know, PTSD and, and mental anxiety and battles, but also coming back home, you know, 14, 15 years of your life is gone, and then you go to interview for a job, and they're going to say, okay, well, what skill sets do you have? And you say, well, I served this country for, you know, 15, 20 years. And they say, okay, well, great, but this guy just came out of engineering school, and he has eight years behind the computer. Yeah. How can yeah. you compete with that? So you, you end up facing a multitude of problems, like literally from a business standpoint and then from a mentality standpoint, you're struggling with the things that you saw, the atrocities of, you know, losing friends and that vivid imagery. It just goes so deep, man. And, you know, this is definitely a, a great question because it's also a societal issue. I mean, we're in, a, we're in a time where comparative mind has never been worse. And if you're, a, if you're someone struggling with this and you get online, you go on your Instagram and you see all of your friends who are making their lives look so great and flashy on their social media when the reality is, you know, they may not be. It's really easy to just put yourself in the dumps. And so these numbers are going higher and higher with people saying, wow, you know, I, everyone's doing so well except for me. And this sort of hustle mentality that's kind of taken over America blends itself into that, in my personal opinion. And the results are clear. 
I mean, people are more unhappy than ever. Anxiety is yeah. the roof. Uh, yep. You know, it's just, it's, it's really horrible, man. Well, Josh, it's so interesting because looking back now, you just brought a – thanks a lot, Josh. You just brought back a lot of bad memories into my head. <laughs> I really appreciate it. But a couple of – you know, I, I – we went to a couple of years ago, a few years ago, went to D.C. and went to the Vietnam War Memorial, and you, you see names of four or five friends uh, on the memorial. Uh, but the biggest effect that whole thing had on me is when the Vietnam War ended, my, my oldest brother – did two tours in Vietnam in the United States Marine Corps. Uh, not pleasant, by the way. It was not like he was wandering around just having a good time. It was not good at all. And when he came home, when he went to Vietnam, he was like Wally Cleaver. <laughs> and when he got back home, he was like Charles Manson. I'm like, man. There's, there's stuff that happens that oh, messes well, w- with your mind. I would think just the, just the act of killing another human being yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people passed can't away do it. on you forever. Yep. Most people so, can't do it without suffering some sort of consequence. No, and I don't think that our government gives you gives anyone no. any kind of counseling after you kill 10 people in a war. Not I'm back sure then. They give you some, but not much, not enough. Very quick close to the story, yeah. Josh. So my brother gets home. I'm, I think, 18 at the time. We're walking down Hennepin Avenue, which is the center of downtown Minneapolis, and there's a guy coming the other way. He looks to be probably, I don't know, in his mid-20s. He's got a United States Army jacket on, only he had turned the United States flag upside down. And as we were going, my brother just stopped walking, and he yells at the guy, not in, a, you know, in an aggressive way, but he yells at the guy, could you do me a favor and just take your jacket off and drape it over your arm, and then once you get behind me, just put it back on? I can't see that. I mean, he had just gotten home a couple of days earlier. He said, I cannot watch you walk by me with a U.S. flag upside down. And the guy said, no, this is my jacket. I'll do whatever I want. And I said to the guy, I would probably take the jacket off if I were you. I'm just warning you. The guy wouldn't do it. So finally, I got to watch my brother almost murder this son of a bitch. I mean, he beat that guy to a pulp. And I, because he could not stand to see, after all his friends were killed, after all the damage that he had to do, to see the United States flag upside down, Josh, was too much for him. It was, and it was so interesting to look at his face. It was too much. And I'm glad he didn't kill the yeah. guy, actually. Yeah, no, I mean, same here, amen. Um, wow, that's, that's, man, you know, it's, I think the times right now, as tumultuous as they are, I mean, uh, you know, personally, I, I wasn't even born yet during the times that you're talking about, so it's mm-hmm. hard for me to make comparisons. But, but culturally speaking, um, when I speak with people like yourself who were and who describe it, I think there's a lot of similarity. I mean, there's a lot going around right now, whether it's, you know, propaganda, yeah. reality of, of, you know, anti-American spirit. And um, a lot of this is happening still today. So it's, it's a really, really tough subject. And in terms of your other comment on the inability, uh, both of the government, uh, the VA, whatever you want to, wherever you, you know, there's a lot of blame to go around in there in every way. So it's really easy to point fingers. Um, but yeah, you know, enough is not being done. And one of the things that I do think is good, you know, in terms of the cultural shifts right now, I, generally speaking, I think most of it is going in the wrong direction. But I am uh, a really avid fan of the way that they're talking about mental health with men. Because, you know, the guy, you know, you're talking about your brother, and, and in days like that, you know, his buddies probably would have given him immense crap if he, yeah. went and he saw a counselor or if yep. he opened up about his mental health. 
And today, it's quite the opposite, which I think is great, because, you know, these people need to talk about that. It's like most of us have, you know, lost dogs or maybe even lost a loved one. But when you're when you're losing people who you spend 10 years with, 5 years with, 12 years with, and they're literally dying in front of you, I mean, there's, there's really nothing in the world, in my personal opinion, that can compare to the lasting imagery of that and the lasting sort of, again, I hate to use the word PTSD, but the lasting trauma that just comes with that. Um, I saw a lot of that with friends growing up um, in that community, and it's really tough, man. So, I, you know, I don't know, and I don't think anyone knows what the exact answer is, but I will say that, you know, the organization I'm doing this RUC for, Stop Soldier Suicide, they're pioneering incredible work on that front. Um, they've got incredible teams. If, if, uh, if anyone's listening, I definitely suggest going to their website. They're honestly probably the best and most prevalent source of information on that question about, like, how to take steps forward. Um, so it's really tough, man. It's a great question. I want to hear about Project 25, Josh. What's it all about? Yeah, I appreciate that very much. Um, so the essential essence of it is obviously um, to raise awareness for veteran suicide and to raise funding for Stop Soldier Suicide. Um, my goal is to uh, raise about $50,000 for them, which will um, basically equate to a number of things. But we were talking about counseling earlier. They have teams of counselors. Uh, you know, $50,000 can lend itself to countless, countless hours of help, countless means of help. Um, so I'm trying to raise funds for them. I'm trying to spread awareness. We're going to do a social campaign, um, and, and by the way, I've actually just recently uh, changed this to uh, 22, so I'm going to call it Op 22 now with, with 22 miles a day, 22 days straight with a 22-pound rucksack, and um, the general idea is just to reflect the number of, of course, and unfortunately, veteran suicides per day, so for those of you who don't know, that number is, is 22 a day, and uh, right now, the idea is to try to just point traffic and point directions uh, towards stop soldier suicide, get people understanding, get people talking about this. But the main thing is I really want to try to highlight hope here. So we're actually going to stop along the run because it's, it's dang near 500 miles of running. And we're going to interview survivor families who have lost their loved ones or their spouse or their children to veteran suicide. And we're going to upload all of these videos to YouTube and to our social channels and try to highlight, you know, hope, what they want to say to the world, a little bit about who their loved ones were. And then we're going to connect those interviews to greater programs where if someone, you know, if a veteran watches this video or even someone who's just struggling with mental health in general, they can click the tools that will be there on the bars themselves of various um basically packets, you know, in, in directional campaigns for, hey, this link, hey, point you to this person and hopefully go and find the help that they might need. That is a wonderful, uh, so people might not know, what is a ruck run? Yeah, yeah, great question. So um, a ruck run is basically just a military run where you're wearing a sack, which is essentially referred to as a rucksack. Mm -hmm. um, in traditional military terms, they'd be wearing 35 pounds. So basically imagine running with a, a 35 pound backpack <laughs> for a very long time for 500 miles yeah great Good lord <laughs> man uh, so it gets uh, it gets pretty brutal um but I think the symbolism will be good, and uh, you know we're gonna. I've got a team following me around. We've got some wonderful sponsors with uh, 
Mudwater and Protect, a lot of other veteran-ran companies. And, you know, we're going to highlight the whole thing and just use it to uh, try to make videos that inspire people. And as we run in different states, uh, people are going to be invited to come out and run with us, veterans, obviously, and just anyone in the general populace. So just try and spread the word, my friend, and uh, get everyone to see it, share it on their social channels. Um, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not Tom Brady. I don't have 20 million uh, followers <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, ha- we we have some friends with some decent following. So, so that's the goal, is just to spread this thing like wildfire and uh, raise the money and awareness, man. How do you, how do you contribute? Oh, good, 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 good oh. question. Yeah, thank you so much. That's a great question. So if you just go to ops22.fundraise.org. Well, uh, ops, is it OPS? Uh, just OP, yes, sir. OP just 20, OP? Like, like I, OP22? Dot fundraise. Dot fundraise. Dot org. Dot fundraise. Dot org. Dot org. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fundraise.org. Or my name is Josh Plassey, J-O-S-H-P-L-A-S-S-E. If you just look me up on social media, I have the link directly in all my bios. Um, so you can also just click the link right there if that's easier. And uh, there's a lot of information on the page on if you want to get involved. You can donate to the page. Even $5, $10 goes so long. And if you want to run with me in any of these days, if you're out there listening, if you have a heart for this, um, you know, send me a message on there on Instagram. I will reply to you. I will follow you back, all that good stuff. Um, and, you know, we'll get you out there with us. But, yeah, that's how you can contribute. And then, honestly, just sharing the videos is going to be huge for us. Um, Stop Soldier Suicide, they're on social media. I'm on social media. If you go to either of our pages and you start sharing some of the videos we post, that's just immensely helpful. I'll, I'll post one. I, got a, I have a million followers, so I'll post one for you. I love it, man. Wow. that's Thank you very much. Yeah, if you look me up, Josh Plassey, P-L-A-S-S-E, on Instagram, um, you'll see the first two that I just posted. Uh, and over the course of September, we're going to be posting quite a lot. Probably annoyingly so, but you know what? I've got a, <laughs> I've got a goal here, so uh, here we go. You know, there's, it, it, you have to post a lot because when you post something, only about 5% of your followers actually see that post. <clears throat> Really? Unless you constantly go back and comment or respond to every single person's comment every day, only 5% of your people will see that post. Well, it's only a million posts. What's the problem? <laughs> you, you, have to, you have to post a lot. And you have to go back and, and respond to every single comment. It's the only way wow. to keep it up on wow. the feed. That is just crazy. That's probably why all these other uh, platforms are taking over, like TikTok and everything else. They probably just have easier algorithms. Yep. That's probably the deal. You're talking, by the way, Josh, you're talking to the right audience. Our, our audience, uh, absolutely the kind of people that you'll see a lot of response from. There's no question. I mean, Josh to Josh, Josh Plassey. I mean, we had Josh Arnold was the guy who asked you where he should send the money. So Josh to Josh right here. Love it, Josh. Thank you so very much. <laughs> you are welcome, Josh. Yes, see you ever there done you that go. before? Only a few times. Only There's another Josh that I know. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I know a lot of Joshes. It is magnificent. I know, I know. That is funny, man. Um, yeah, no, I really appreciate that. You know, we, we ended up, um, like I said, I'm sorry, I didn't uh, uh, call in before. I actually changed it literally within 24 hours. And, uh, we, you know, as far as the 25 number versus the 22, there's a ton of different statistics out there. And since it sounds like your radios are, or your, excuse me, your listeners are privy to this, 
um, you know, the VA and the DOD, they have statistics calling these numbers like 17 to 19. The IAVA has claimed as high as 24 to 25. Um, but generally speaking, the community consensus is 22. There's a number of nonprofits out there like Mission 22, really great places um, that all kind of use that as their consensus number. And the reason I dropped it from 25 is I just, you know, it's such a hard, touchy, and really um, tough subject matter to kind of take on that um, inherently the questions are going to surround it of like, well, who the heck are you to do anything for this? So I just didn't want to push the button and make it seem like it was higher than it actually is. Because that's another problem with this stuff is the more it's kind of a catch-22 in the sense that the more you talk about veteran suicide, the more people have that stigma and that dogma of like, oh, okay, well, this is just what veterans are. And that's not the truth at all. They're so incredibly capable of so much more that you need to have an element of hope to it and showing people like, hey, yes, this is a problem. Yes, this is happening. But, and then, you know, you fill in the blank. So that's what I'm hoping these video interviews will do with, with families is, like, when people ask me the question, you know, who are you? Well, you know, my dad was a CEO. I've lived in the community my entire life, and I lost a lot of friends to suicide. But the answer to that is no one. You know, I'm going to let the other people do the talking. I'm going to let the fathers and the mothers and the husbands and, and the siblings of these people who have been through this talk. So, um, I'm, you know, anyways, that, that's why I chose the 22 number, and I'm really hoping that these conversations will just spread the word for us. I think it's wonderful. Josh, thanks so much for being with us today. And I got to close with this, that, uh, you know, watching what my brother had been through, how it had affected him. I obviously wasn't there when it, when he was going through it, but I saw how it affected him. The number one thing that changed in my life was I never pissed him off again. (laughs) (laughs) Never got him upset with me again. That was a very, very smart move, Josh, but Josh Plassey, thank you so much for your time. Um, you're not going to get you now. You're kicking it off in six days, correct? On the 31st of August, you're in Nashville, correct? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Yep, yep. The 31st. All right. Well, come to town someday and come on in the studio, Josh. We'd love to see you. I would love that. I will be in touch. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank Bye. you all. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. Flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. 
flagship Ford. There is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. Boy, that's a tough thing to, to do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you, you, I'm sure you go through with the police yeah. departments around I could, the country. I can maybe make it 50 feet. <clears throat> Yeah, <laughs> thirty-five pounds on the back running. Can yeah. I throw oh, the the rucksack? Then I don't walk know. And I, pick it up and throw it again. <laughs> yeah, I, there you I, go. I, I sling about a couple hundred pounds of hay a day, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got seven horses. You didn't so. have lower back problems. No, I'm pretty good. I should mention, by the way, it's op twenty two dot fundraise, not fund. There is no d. Okay. Oh, it's fundraise. Fun. Yes. No d. Fundraise dot org. That's an easy one to miss. Yeah, really? it is. I, I actually I thought went it was there. Fun. I went yeah. there just to see it, and then it was like this site doesn't exist. He needs to tell everyone that. Like, yeah, he really does. Yeah, because yeah. fun. Why did he go with fundraise? Fun run, fun. Well, fundraise.org is its own site. I don't it's think. Oh, it's not his. I don't okay. think he started it. It's just. Like, it's a place where you can do fundraisers. Right. But it's yeah, absolutely. If, if you say fundraise. Ninety-nine percent of people are going to think you said fund. fund to raise. Absolutely, no, no, yeah, no, I mean, no. he's trying to raise money, so fund raise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but hey, yeah, that's that's not a good thing. Well, I mean, everything's done on the internet through text, <clears throat> though. So it's, I guess, you go to his uh, his Instagram page or whatever, you're going to find the link. Boy, all the memories going back because uh, the Josh that's in studio and I are pretty much the same age. So the rest of you guys are much much younger, but. Watching those guys, you remember watching those guys come back from the Vietnam War? Oh, yeah. No, What's, I don't. Oh, no, you don't. I do. I'm 59, yeah. so I had friends. Oh, so yeah, I, I, I knew I people that, yeah. that, I, that came, like people, neighbors and stuff that came back, the, older, you know, the next generation up, and they were never the same. No. Never, never the same. Man. When never. did the and, Vietnam And you're right, end. you didn't mess with them. 69, I think. <laughs> no, that's 69 60, or 70. That long ago? Jeez. Oh, yeah, it was 69 and, or 70. And you're right, yeah. you didn't mess with them after that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, anything I can get you? Yeah, you walked on ice around them because they were different. So, Dave, oh, what, they were. what year they were, were you born? Man. Yeah. What year were you born, Dave? Uh, 67. Okay, so, so you wouldn't have remembered. Old no, man, look at my yeah, <laughs> You would have been too young to really. <clears throat> yep. It was a different world because you would see literally people that put their lives on the line to save other people. They would get home and people. And they were would, shunned. People would spit on them. Yeah. They'd throw things on. Them. It was horrible mm-hmm. to watch. Where World War Two was the opposite. You it was the opposite. Yeah, yeah, they were yep. celebrated. Yep. Now, I'm not thinking we should have never been in Vietnam in the first place, but that wasn't the Army or the Marine Corps' fault. Right. That was the politicians. Exactly. Yeah, they were drafted. You can't, I mean, if you're drafted, you really don't have a choice. If you're drafted and you don't go, you either go to prison or you get executed. So imagine like, if something happened today and we had a draft. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, there, can you even imagine There would be that? civil war overnight. Oh, my God. There's no way people would accept a draft. No, no way they could do it. No. I'd say 85% of the population in the United States could not be a soldier. Nope. Absolutely. Well, that is, that is true. Right. Yeah. I mean, no at, way. At this point, there, um, there are too many people that could not qualify both physically right. mm-hmm. and, and mentally. mentally. Yeah, yep. they've yep. been coddled too long. Yes, yep. absolutely. No, I mean, in terms of they could not pass any of the tests. Right, but they've been yeah. coddled too long. Yeah, that's because they've been coddled. Nick yeah. is right. Because <laughs> they've they're been coddled. coddled. I don't want to be coddled. 
What happened I'll to me being drafted? I'll coddle you, Tom. I'll coddle you. I don't think there's any real risk of any of us being drafted. So. I mean, these kids nope. are complaining that they can't have any day they want off from work. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, I talk to people who work at big corporations. They're, they have to change all their <laughs> infrastructure of their corporation to get people to come work for them. For, they get yes. un- unlimited vacation time. That's a new thing. Oh, they're talking like six months. Yeah, unlimited vacation time. Like, First day on the job, what? unlimited vacation time. You, uh. you, 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 get, <laughs> you, have, you have to fully stock. Hold on, I'm, I'm to, starting to shake. You have to fully stock your office with every kind of food and treat that you can possibly oh, I have. Suppose, yeah. You have to have an espresso yeah. machine. You have to have everything, mm-hmm. or they won't work for you. You have to have a gym. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Well, see, the gym would be good. I'd, and I'd, and, I'd and they that, can but... stop working whenever they want to go into a quiet room or go work out or go yeah. do yoga yep. mm-hmm. any time of the day. That's where we're at today. Remember in the old days when people just went outside and had a smoke for like yeah, 10 I minutes? But that. imagine that person going into a military situation. I mean, watching that stuff go on, because now all this stuff, of course, is flooding back into my head, stuff that happened 50 years ago. But I remember the first couple of funerals that I went to, and then I stopped going to them because they were just too much for me. I was an 18, 19-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember this one. I won't say the guy's name. Just, to, you know. Oh, come on, say Privacy. I, I, you, <laughs> you don't want me to say it. But he literally was a United States Marine, and they put him in his dress blues, but you could still see where the bullet went through his forehead. They tried their best, but you could still oh, see it. Oh, the guy passed away. Yeah, he died. Oh, yeah, he, this was at his funeral and all the rest of it. But I will never forget because they had a, they had his lid on, his cover, mm-hmm. as they call it in the Marine Corps. And uh, we're sitting there. All of a sudden, we hear this wailing, and I mean loud wailing. His father ran up and tried to take him yeah, out. Yeah, I've of seen the that before. Not oh man, just wow. thinking back to, to what. So right now I'm tearing up just even thinking. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I can't go to funerals anymore. I can't either. Dude, can't I can't do it, do it man. I, when I stand there with for a cop's funeral, oh, that in, in that tough. uniform, wow. and you're like, you know. I just that was my last one. It was a Minneapolis Police Department fire really? uh, funeral, it, it and was, every cop in Minnesota was there. Was I'm hundreds. so glad I have sunglasses on because oh. I am. Oh, oh it's yeah. it's brutal to watch. Oh. It's, it's very very different. And then you try to stand there, you know, and being the tallest. Or I used to be the tallest. There's a guy in our group now who's six six, but I would always be the American flag. I would always oh, yeah, carry sure, the American flag. Sure. And you're standing there, and the tears are just whipping down. Especially your face. when they're walking the casket out to the to the hearse, oh. they do that military little yep. tiny steps, and yep. so it's like 25 minutes long to yep. go 20 feet. Oh. And, and then they play the taps it's and they brutal, fold man. the flag. It's a tough it's... thing to go through. Oh. I don't want to go ever go to a cop's funeral again. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's brutal. Yeah. It's lit. And he was a good close friend. He actually talked about suicide. He committed suicide in his squad car. So, yeah, Ooh. tough. Not okay, good. let's talk to Josh Arnold. <laughs> Mr. Money Talk. Give us some good, wow. us some you good guys, tips. Now, now you're old. We did this to you a couple of weeks ago, too. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's a tough, tough segue here. That is tough, man. But... Give us some good news. Thank God there are people like Josh Plossy out there. What do no we doubt. got? Yeah, good. Whoa. <laughs> Josh, been hit a little hard with this one. You yeah. Collect this, yourself. I just, um, yeah, I always think of my classmate, you know, talking about Vietnam. I always mm-hmm. think of my classmate, uh, Billy Comley, uh, Corporal Billy Comley, was in the Marines, mm-hmm. killed in action, uh, March of 1970. In oh, Vietnam. Yeah. So there you go. They're right at the right end. Right at the end. Yeah. Um, not, no, that's not 1970. It was not 
at the end, but well, it was getting close. I thought yeah. it, I thought they did kind of shut it down in '70. It was later than that. Later, later, later than right that. There. God, really? Because um, I was '75. '75 when it was finally over. Yeah. That was when oh my God. the war officially. Yeah, because I had older neighbors coming home, and I was old enough to realize. You know, oh yeah, know, yeah, you know. But I, I think was, we pulled I out. I was 11. I think we pulled out in 73. 73. But yeah. the war itself officially ended 75. <sighs> Man. It's, so that's, that's just a, a toughie. So it is. I always, anytime this comes up, I always have to say, bring up Billy's name. Oh, yeah. As a, as a remembrance. Sure. And definitely have to, um, you know, tip my hat to those to those guys. And by the way, I'm sitting and, here and women too, and women too, obviously. But sitting here at the at, at the table doing a podcast and all the rest of it, and you guys might not even know this, but all three of you teared up. Oh yeah, and I, I did too. Do, I fully I admit did too. I'm I like, always oh my do. God. It seems like every year I tear up easier. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't even watch a I don't commercial, know if you did, Andy, commercial anymore. Oh man. But you want to you want to hear about about investing? Yes, I'd like to hear that. I actually really do. I have some some spare investment money right oh, now. Oh, here we go. Well, today and and all all the all this week, the 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 concerns were about well, first about interest rates. What is the direction of interest rates? Uh, this the end of this week uh, was a big confab in Jackson. Jackson Hole, Wyoming, where oh, the yeah. Fed and uh, and several other why do they do people. it there? How what do they do there? No, why do they, do they go? do it there? It's a nice place to go. I know, get everybody there, together. I never get all understood the why they do it, Jackson Hole. <laughs> get all the governors there. It's from Kansas City. The Kansas City Fed sponsors. Oh, I, I this know what they do. Thing. I just never. I think they figured, why well, there. here's a nice, quiet place that we can go as a retreat. No one bothered them. Nobody's going to bother us. Right. Uh, tough place to get to. Yeah, it's tough but to get to. But as tough as it is to get to it, and as pretty as it is, there's an awful lot of media that uh, over time has... Migrates go- there. Migrates <laughs> there. Uh, and their cameras are on uh, these Fed... Gov- the Head of the Fed and sure. different Fed governors who are talking. Yeah. The, uh, oh, I, the I always watch it. Council of yeah. Economic Advisors makes comments. I watch all that stuff live on C-SPAN. And it's like, okay, uh, here, here's what we're thinking right now. We're con- still concerned about inflation. Inflation is still much higher than our 2% goal. And it's like, okay. Uh, the economy is still a lot stronger than we thought it was. It's still too resilient. Consumers are still spending money, horror upon horror. Uh, I'm being a little facetious there, as, as I think you <laughs> yeah, can Yeah, I don't think they're spending their own money. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that is a concern. Sure. I mean, the, uh, today, Fed Chair Jay Powell brought that up. Yeah. Consumers are still spending money. We can't figure out why. There's a trillion dollars in credit card debt today, uh, too. One, $1.2 trillion. They are still spending money. Retail, um, we still had retail numbers coming out from some of the both big box and smaller stores, very much mixed. Target, big problems. Yep, big Walmart, problems. doing much, much better. Target's, Target's problems are more with their merchandising and having the wrong... Yeah. Wrong stuff, yeah. as well as the wrong message, so to speak, 
versus I know, versus I, Walmart. I, I don't shop Target. Uh, Target is trading at the down at a at a fifty two week low. Uh, Best Buy too, right? Now Best Buy Best Buy is very a strange strange place. I'm surprised they're even still in business. Well, they <laughs> Best Best Buy is one of the one of those stores that has adapted. It seems like everyone goes there to see what you're going to buy online. <laughs> Well, someone yeah. else. <laughs> I'll just go go back when um, I have bought most. I'll say the well, just about all of my electronic stuff, uh, save for my Apple phone, Apple Watch, which I go right to the Apple Store yep. to get. Uh, but all the other electronic stuff, I go right to Best Buy. Best Buy, and people say, "Well, why do you go there?" I said, "Don't negotiate on price." Yeah, they will. They match and online prices. I've been getting a match on price ever since Amazon has been in business. And they're pretty knowledgeable. Uh, Best Buy is knowledgeable. Yeah. That a I lot do of big like stuff it. they will deliver to my house yeah. or office because they have the geek squad. They'll set it, set it up. I'm not a, a techie, so I want somebody sure. there to set the stuff up, and I'm willing to pay for that. I think that's what saved them, geek squad. Uh, yeah, Geek, Geek Squad is, is tremendous. Yeah. Uh, Best Buy stock will kind of follows an up and down, um, up and down. So it's just a, just it's, through the through the course of the year. So it's based a hold, on what's happened. It's a hold. Best Buy would be. Uh, Best Buy almost would be a buy. Oh, really? Right now, okay. uh, stock is down down at a, a low point. Uh, what about you're I, coming back to back to school and then back to uh, Christmas season? I've seen this drastic fall in Dick's Sporting Goods. I mean, it fell 37 percent one day. Is that a Missed. buy? Dick's. Dick's. Yeah. Um, I would look to buy Dick's. Look Dick's to buy. A, Dick's uh, missed. That's a far fall in one day. 37 <laughs> percent. Well, you've got a lot of Dick's has always beat the numbers. In every quarter, Dick's Dick's comes out. Things are better. Things are better. We're looking for, for better. This, this particular quarter, Dix came out, and a lot was expected. And they said, our outdoor business, bad. Uh, digital business, very good. And then, then uh, the CEO threw this as a curve uh, to people. Shrinkage. Yeah, shoplifting. Uh, was up <laughs> That's what it was. Sig significantly. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Uh, shrinkage was up significantly. Something has to be done about about that. Uh, Dick's, Dick's Sporting Goods dropped. Uh, what did you say? Thirty-seven dollars a share, which was very significant this week. Thirty-two fifty-five in ten in five days. And the stock was up when I walked in here. So it's a, a little good, bit. So I I said I told I messaged my wife two days ago. Let's buy Dick's because it just dropped thirty-seven percent. And Dix has day. always been a tremendous, tremendous retailer, starting out in uh, up, upstate uh, Pennsylvania, yep. selling hunting and fishing gear. Yep. They no longer sell a lot of, I don't think they sell any guns whatsoever. No, they're the they one do of sell a lot of, uh, a lot of fishing gear. Uh, they're not going to compete with Cabela's, which is... You know, the is mind-boggling. Yeah, <laughs> but huge. The, stores the, are ridiculous. They are. The uh, the new stores that Dick's have, have More now, streamlined. Uh, if you go out to the store at Ridgedale, phenomenal store. That's their new concept right. 
Seems slower. more streamlined. Yeah. yeah, but you get to try a lot of stuff, and it's. So I, me, I think it's a very good retailer. Both me and Andy have stock in U.S. Steel, and no, they're we're going to get bought out. Now they're not getting bought out, and because the union said they had first bids. Not a not a company that I would want to buy. Well, I bought at five dollars a share. Okay. Now it's at thirty-seven, so I'm okay. <laughs> well, that's a long time ago that you bought it. I'm not yeah, a buyer. Two, two years. Okay. It went down to five dollars. But that's that's not a it. that's not a, a business that I that I want right. to be in. No, I, I just bought it reasons. because I saw a big name at a low number. <laughs> okay. Well, when when I see a name like U.S. Steel at five bucks, I'm mm -hmm. like, it, it can't go to nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not a company as big as U.S. Steel. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of companies that were as big as U.S. Steel that that sure. I have, go I've out. had pen, I have had stock that went the penny stock. Oil. Uh, I had some oil stocks that went to nothing, and then they just, yeah. just were gone. <laughs> I remember when uh, Sleep Number was at 11 cents. Oh, the Sleep Number, yeah. <laughs> now they're <Yep>. not. <laughs> I should now have bought not. it. <laughs> it's true. i got to mention you guys very quickly before you move on. I stepped out of the room. I got three messages from guys, and all three of them, if I boil them all down, they weren't all the same, but if I boil them all down, they all said, would you people shut up? I'm wiping my eyes at the stoplight. <laughs> <laughs> They're all tearing so up in their car. Do you have any really good <laughs> stock tips? Really good stock tips? Well, yeah. since I tend to focus on companies involved in the Internet, <clears throat> leisure-related businesses, China-related businesses, and real assets. Sure. Um, you know, I'm still a... I always pound the table for think about these guys. for Apple. I'll get to okay. I'll get to those guys. In okay. a I'll pound, pound to those guys. Pound pound the table on Apple. Solid company. Very yeah, I, I very, very strong stock, business. Yeah. It's not going to be no. zoom zoom growth. Core core of the portfolio. I still love Amazon. Um, Amazon very frustrating to me last year, uh, as because the stock really just took a took a nosedive. Back back up at one hundred and thirty dollars yeah, a helped, share. Those guys helped me help people right. like me mm -hmm. to get uh, in. Still, plenty plenty of potential, and you just showed me something. What do I think of Nvidia? Nvidia is the leader in artificial intelligence. Yep. Uh, Amazon has got a lot to do with, with artificial intelligence. Sure. So that's another way to do that. Uh, Nvidia reported their earnings this past past week. Beat the number, uh, top side, bottom. Yep. Raised their raised their guidance. Stock hit in after hours trading on Thursday or on Wednesday night. Uh, hit uh, five hundred and two dollars a share. It opened on Thursday morning at five hundred and two dollars, and then promptly went down. Right. Uh, I think that this is this is a, a stock, and I I yeah, it's at 470 I, now. I traded I've traded this this stock and have done okay, um, and I bought the stock back after it dropped yesterday, in uh, in the morning, and it dropped further in the afternoon, and I would look to buy it today, and I'd hold on to it. I would not buy a lot, good, but I'd but I'd hold on to it. So not a day trade. This is not going to be a day day trade at four hundred and seventy one dollars a right. share. There are a lot of people that will trade the stock using options, both 
uh, on the uh, call side, betting that the stock is going to go up, and on the put side, betting it's going to go uh, I'm looking down. for something right now like medium to high risk weak trade. A weak trade? Yeah. Well, here, I'll give you something that's <laughs> high risk. High risk, yeah. Okay. I, medium I to have, high. I have medium traded this. I have traded this stock, and I okay. will provide caution to anybody who's listening. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with the, that. The, what we're talking about... Uh, what L.A., Nick, and I are talking about may not be suitable for you. These stocks could go down. <laughs> That's what risk means. Risk. They risk. could go down. You could lose All your money. money. I, there, I have no assurance that I am going to be holding this stock or Nick is going to hold this stock for a long period of time. So please, all the caveats apply. Here's a stock that has been that I have traded uh, for both myself and my clients numerous times in the past uh, three months. Uh, just about all time, well, one, one time I took a nice loss, but have made right. that back. The company is called C3AI. C3AI. Market symbol is AI. Oh, okay, that's easy. Company is run, it's a soft, software company that provides uh, software to other companies to help them with artificial intelligence. They have contracts with uh, Baker Hughes, the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Army, among others. There are not a lot of shares available. The guy behind the, the company is Thomas uh, Siebel, who used to run T Siebel Systems before he sold that to a little company called Oracle. Uh, <laughs> Not so little anymore. Okay, and he made a lot of money. Of course he did. And he has come back with this, this company. They're not profitable what's, at this what's point. What's it sharing at? Uh, right now, the stock is trading about $29 a share. It's low. It has gone up to, I think the high is $42, and the stock can run uh, in a day. Right. It could go that's from, what I'm looking for. It could go from 28 to, to 33, yeah, that's what I'm and then for. back to back to 28, then back up to 33. Yeah, yeah. So it can trade in a pretty yeah. pretty good good range. It's red or black on the roulette wheel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is not a company you want to put a lot of money no, in. But it's red or black on the roulette wheel. But that that is it. I'm, they don't I'm okay come out. For, they don't come out with their earnings until uh, beginning of September. But you say the shares are limited. Hmm? You said the shares are limited. The shares are not limited. I mean, okay, okay. there are only a few shares. It's, there are not a lot of shares available for trading. Right. Uh, in, that, in that sense. Right. Um, because the market symbol is artif AI for artificial intelligence, right now that is hot. You think right there they've been golden. <laughs> and, <laughs> Just with that well, symbol. Well, I'll, I'll give you how golden it is. The, the, earlier this year, the stock was at 11. It went up to 42, but it was not a straight line. Uh, there was a point when the stock went to about 32 and, see, and some short sellers came out and dropped it in a, in a day to 21. Eh, At 21, it was a tremendous sellers. buy, and it went back, went back see, up. That, that's why I bought U.S. Steel at 5. <laughs> it went right back to 37. So take your money. Thank I, you I very much. I did take my money. Okay. I, I, took, I took half. Okay. I took half. Take you, that's just my, my thing. Yeah. I'm, not in the, I'm not in the steel business. Yeah. I'm not in the steel business. I've worked. I've worked. Well, they're, no, they're, I've worked in a steel plant. Now they're getting sold. You know that, right? 
Not necessarily. Well, not now that's there's there's right, there's, there's three bidders there are three yeah, bidders right, for the problems. There's problems. Three bidders for the company. Well, someone bailed today. Oh, I, that I didn't yeah, see. Yeah, someone bailed. So now uh, there's but, only two bidders. Okay, you have Cleveland Cliffs. They Cleveland, bailed. They bailed. Yeah. Very interesting because Cleveland Cliffs had the support of the they steel steelworkers union. union. Yeah, but they bailed this morning. Okay. I've been following it closely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they announced this morning that they they're they're out. Any anything that you've got, then take your money. Goodbye. Yeah. I if, agree. if you have, I told a, I texted Andy that yesterday. So if you sell have all a, your U.S. Deal if stock. you have a company, if you have, we'll say the premier bidder for the company, says we're out. Yeah. Take your but money. It did go it's back. Up. It went up today, though. Take <laughs> your money. Take your money and go. Yeah, I agree. Say thank I, you I very agree. much. I made money in U.S. Steel. Yeah, I agree. Go someplace else. I agree. You like Nvidia? Put some money yeah, in Nvidia. Yeah, I like Nvidia. And just the stock's so high, five hundred dollars a share. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a there's a likelihood that over the course of the next several several months that it'll get back above oh, five hundred dollars. Yeah. The issue with a, a a semiconductor company, even a semiconductor company that's a a leader in uh, graphic processing units, such as uh, Nvidia is that the buyers of this product will over-order right sure, now. Sure, sure. And that sometime next year could create, a, could create an issue. So it is not a super long what about, term. What about the, so the tech companies like, face, like social media companies, Facebook, Twitter, all those? I did very well, good well, on Facebook. Twitter, Twitter is, is a oh, yeah, private right, company right, now, right yeah, now. I did very good when Facebook came out. I bought it at opening. Right. And it, I did great. I mean, it went up a lot. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, went up. First it went up, then it came down, yeah. then went up again. Yeah, I held it. Uh, I right, held now, it. right now, um, it is considered one of the uh, least expensive on a price-to-earnings basis of any of the social media companies. And we'll say the CEO has gotten, um, he's gotten smart, so to speak. He's reduced cut, cut expenses and focused in on, on things that are going to make make him some money. Uh, I'm not so sure his, the latest thing with threads is going to make money, uh, but Instagram, they're, they're uh, doing well with, with that. Uh, the original Facebook advertising dollars is, is doing well with, with that. And then they have uh, Reels. Yeah, I don't think they're going anywhere anywhere time soon. Which is, which is doing well. The stock is recovered and it's trading back uh, $300 yes. a share, yes. not going to go out of business. No. It's not a stock that I, I hold because I've got two other um, large capitalization uh, internet companies, Amazon and Apple. Sure. And, and that to me is, you know, for my portfolio is enough. Uh, but I keep hearing, and they've been saying this our whole lives, that silver is going to go back up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it never oh, yeah. does. No, why would it? <laughs> but is it going to? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think having money in physical gold, silver, or liquid gold, such as Bitcoin, or places that you want to be, can't do anything with them. Not even if, if you can't do world, anything. Not with even if World War Three breaks out and. Okay, you've got a bag of space. You have a bag of. You have, I have a. I have a lot of quote unquote. I have a lot of silver at home because I collected all these silver quarters, sure. silver dollars, yeah, 
et cetera, and they're all silver. Right. If there is a problem and I want to go to the store to get something, somebody looks at that, it's 25 cents, it's 50 cents, it's a dollar. That's all I'm going to be able to get at a store. It's not going to, I'm not going to be able to get the metals value unless I go trade it to a metals dealer. And they might just look at it. It's a quarter. It's 25 cents, Josh. What are you So what having you bars of silver is not good and gold. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> well, go, gold, what are you going to do well, with gold it? Is constantly now, you, going you, own a, you own a, you know, you've got horses. You own a farm. Okay? That's something you can do But gold has always with. gone up. No, it is not always well, well, going in, up. In my lifetime, it has. No, it has. You know, in my lifetime, gold is going up. It's gone down. Just, but I mean, I can in, show in, you. I'm saying, in in the end, it's the trend always line. Up. Yeah, the trend it's gone way up. up. Yeah, that's. As someone once said, now what's gold when right gold, now? When gold was thirty-two dollars an ounce, you could buy a suit for thirty-two dollars an ounce. Right. Gold is now twenty-five hundred dollars an ounce. It's nineteen hundred. Okay, so it actually has it gone went, down. <laughs> ten okay, today. so you get nineteen hundred dollars. Now I can go nineteen hundred dollars. I can go buy a very nice suit for nineteen hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I walked into the uh, to the tailor shop and I said, "Here's here's some here's my gold bar, an ounce of an ounce of gold, make me a suit," and the tailor would look at me like. <laughs> You really are a nut. I'm sorry. I want, if you're going to give me something, I want something that's green in color. I do buy gold and silver, but I buy it from a company who guarantees same price buyback. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so I've seen that before. Yeah. And I have and sold back to them. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I have sold it, back to them. Not, not for me. Right. Not in a Not for me. You've got... It's more of a savings than an investment, right? It, it's not even that. Not even a savings? No. You don't get any money on it. <laughs> but I'm saying, is it better than Here. having cash in, their, in your savings account? Have cash. Cash you can do something with. I you've got, you've got Warren Buffett once told, told the story about gold. You can take all the gold in the world, all the gold that's ever mined is in existence. You put it in a room, it makes a big pile. Yeah, and whatever that price is, whatever that price is, or was at that particular time, he said he could go out and buy all the farmland in North America, so Canada, United States, North America, and six Exxons and have money left over. <laughs> six Exxons. Okay, which would you rather have? Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, I'm with, with Warren Buffett on that. I'd rather have the Exxons and all the farmland or all the, in North, North America, than all the gold in the world. Yeah. So you've got farmland, you've I got, got horses. There, you can you can do something with that farmland. Yeah. It will generate That's, income. We're we're becoming. We used to when Tom lived there it was kind of all farms. Now it's thirty seven or forty two hundred new homes yep. <laughs> built it's all ridiculous. around me. Yeah, so, and we still have it here. You got a housing shortage. Not there, they don't. Well, there's still a housing <laughs> shortage in the United States. Uh, yeah, affordable what, housing shortage. Well, yeah, that's what happens when a tiny parcel of land is worth five hundred thousand. Well, a starter it's home ridiculous. now is four hundred grand. I know it's insane. Yeah. So you can buy, you can go, go buy, go buy some real estate, rent it out. 
Yeah, I don't want to do that. That's all. Yeah, that's, you have to that's deal an, with people. That's another... I don't want to deal with human beings. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Run Me either. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to rent anything to anyone. All I right. want to sell something to someone, but I don't want to rent anything to anyone. Then sell then, yeah. then sell your horses. Make them. Oh no. Make some horses. some thoroughbreds. Mm. Make yeah. some thoroughbreds out of breed, them. Breed horses. Yeah, horse breeding. There. That's a lot of money. That's yeah, a lot of work, can, but can, no people. You can make some money with that. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll give you another. Here's here's one that's a very tough tough stock to buy that could be... Um, what do you mean when you say tough to buy? There aren't a lot of shares available. Okay, so no one's selling it. Nobody is selling it. Um, Canterbury, Canterbury Park. Uh, a lot happening in that that particular area. Really, and I think. So I, 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 and I think the stock. For me, which, as a as a patron of Canterbury Park, I have to think it's, it's went on the downslide in the last ten years. But I but, think that's it, it'll turn around. I think there's a lot of development going on out in that neighborhood. Uh, they just redid the road and all out there. And, and I think that that's there's some positive things that are happening. Really, but and nobody is selling their stock. Their shares in Hold Canterbury in. Canterbury Downs, uh, because we're coming up on football season. I happen I happen to own my clients happen to own DraftKings. Yeah, I like a, I like DraftKings. That there. stock has come right. come down. Yeah. They are profitable. Right, but that they're was going to be profitable. Yeah. And DraftKings and FanDuel have between them they have seventy seven percent of the online sports betting market. Well, you know, all those companies who started out as illegal companies, which they did. <laughs> which they did. They were yeah. totally illegal. Any of the illegal companies who pushed through, I just tip my hat to all of them because they did it illegally, but they just pushed through and made the money and got lawyers and went through. And I've seen the same thing in the pot business. People who were illegal and they just pushed through. And I tip my hat to them because... They're really that company's huge now. DraftKings, they're everywhere. Yeah, DraftKings is is big. Yeah. Biggest biggest risk, of course, is mar- their marketing costs and a, and acquiring customers. Same is true with FanDuel, which is owned by an English company called Flutter. And then you had U.S. Bets, and I don't think that's doing so well. Don't well, as I said, yeah. two companies, FanDuel, FanDuel, and Flutter, or excuse me, FanDuel, which is part of Flutter. And DraftKings have seventy-seven percent of the market. Yeah, so you, that's, like being, that's like being Coca-Cola. There you go. Coca-Cola has seventy percent of the market of the beverage market, the whole beverage market. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you guys got one minute. I want to hear the wrap up. How are you going to wrap it up? How are we going to, talk, going to wrap it up? Did the, anybody the talk? Fed, the Fed is, Fed is going to continue to raise, or the Fed is going to keep um, rates higher for longer. A restrictive policy. The market is going to get used to dealing, what is dealing with rates? that with interest rates that are higher. Um, stocks are going to continue to, to fluctuate, um, which I like. And for short-term traders, I like you can you can make some money. I like waves on the on the up and <laughs> up like and down. Waves. For long-term <laughs> traders, take companies like Apple that have. Growing sales, growing earnings, and you'll do well over time. Yeah. All right, L.A., any closing words? No, I'm just, I like, I like having someone like him here with this knowledge because I love learning this. I'm, new, I'm a newbie to trading. I've only been in a couple of years, but I'm very interested in it, and I've had good luck with it so far. Maybe it was beginner's luck, but 
I think I'm, I'm OCD, so I, I see a lot of things other people don't see in trading. So, yeah, thanks. I appreciate the tips. Andy, how about you? Uh, nope, nothing over here. You didn't learn anything? Sell your U.S. Steel. <laughs> Sell everything. U.S. Steel. Sell it all. I think that's... It, Sell, X, uh, Sell X. Yep, X. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you next <laughs> see week. See you guys.